Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Weekly Review, and welcome back to Anime Casuals. I'm your host, Lucky, and unfortunately, this one came out a little bit later, so a lot of you might be listening to this on Sunday. Who knows? Do apologize for that. I had a lot of things going on in the morning and on Friday night, so couldn't really figure out when to kind of do this, so watched the UFC fights, ate a bunch of pizza, and eventually got back home uh, safely, and now I am doing my review on Love After World domination real quick next week um i decided to go ahead and talk i i think i'm just using this as an excuse to kill two birds with one stone like i'm just going to use it to like hey i've been wanting to uh finish this series for a while so i'm going to use you guys as an excuse to go you know hard and go watch that uh so i'm gonna using you guys to go watch uh a couple of cuckoos which i've talked about before a little bit on this uh, but i like to do a more in-depth review um, if you guys have not seen Love After World Domination, no worries. I'm not going to spoil too much. Um, I might do what I did last time because I thought it was kind of fun to kind of talk about some of the, the, the things, um, uh, problems, and, and what I liked about like towards the end of the series, like some more spoiler stuff. But I'll let you guys know if and when I decide to do that. I'm not too sure if I need that for this series. Uh, last week's was very, very specific to the ending that I needed to to, to clarify. So. Uh, that might not be in this one, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into Love After World Domination. So, um, basically, uh, the if you guys have not seen it, the uh, basic plot of Love After World Domination is, um, you know, an idea. It's basically like, um, what we call it, Power Rangers meets Romeo and Juliet. So we have uh, the, the Power Rangers in this case, the Gelato Five. And if you guys know anything about the Power Rangers, it's almost exactly the same. We have a red. Uh, so and they're called the gelato gelato five. So there's red gelato, there's blue gelato, there's yellow gelato, green gelato, and pink gelato, and they're all based off of um, different gelato flavors. So red, strawberry, um, blue soda flavor. I've never heard of soda flavored gelato, by the way. Yellow is lemon, uh, pink is peach, and, and so it's supposed to be like pink. Peach is the flavor of love, and red is the flavor of justice, and green is pistachio. Um, but Anyway, that's supposed to be their whole th thing. And basically, they, they function as basically the Power Rangers would, right? They're five... Uh, some of them are teenagers, some of them aren't, because some like one of them is uh, able to drink alcohol. So, uh, But yeah, basically, similar premise, right? You get some, some young kids who are trying to save the world. Um, not, I would say not as high of stakes as like maybe Power Rangers is, because uh, the, the villains don't... It's very hard to tell what, exactly what the villains... Um, end goal is like you know roughly what it is it, during the series you know the the villain uh, the, the villainous group uh, gecko um is uh is run by uh it was a bossler um who is the the uh basically the 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 Z, the lord zed to um to, if you got by the way if, you, if i'm if i'm making no sense at all it's probably because you didn't watch power rangers so lord zed was this uh the, the the supreme ruler um over is over the um the opposing side of the power rangers and the original mighty Morphin power rangers that i've watched um and that's basically how this guy um you know does it and so uh they basically what they do is they create these things called phantoms which are uh, roughly speaking like genetic uh genetically made monsters um, and they do this by uh, using the negative emotions of people around them. So when they ca cause chaos, that's part of their end goal is to cause chaos and to get those negative emotions from people um, so that they can harness it in their own phantoms. Um, and so 
uh, in his in uh, team in the Gecko team, there is um, a beast. Um, there's a, a a beast uh squad basically. So e- each squad has a particular beast animal. So I'm gonna by the way, I'm gonna be talking a lot about like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comparisons, and I'll try and explain those if you guys haven't watched them. But basically, um, uh, this could be reminiscent of Goldar if you guys remember that from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, but each squad has a, a a leader who is the uh you know who the squad is named after. So the I'll just name one of them so I don't spoil too much of it. Um, the the main one is Culverin Bear, who is the leader of the Bear Squad. Then there's you know each each squad after that, and each squad has a princess, and each princess has their own uh, special abilities. And one that uh, towers over the rest of the princesses is the Shinigami princess or the Reaper princess, um, who the the Gelato Five have the most trouble with. And at some point, the leader of the, the Gelato Five, the Red Gelato, or uh, Fudo, realizes he is in love with her and decides to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to put the moves on this girl, um, but I got to talk to my boss. Talks to his boss, uh, Professor Big Gelato, uh, in very vague terms. Uh, so the boss doesn't know exactly what, you know, doesn't know exactly what he's agreeing to, but he says, yeah, yeah, go for it, man. Do it. Do you. Um, it works out, and they end up having this romance that uh, spans the entire series by the way this all happens in the first episode it's very very clear so i'm not not spoiling really too much um so yeah uh, he, uh fudo confesses his love to the the reaper princess who we figure out her name is decimi and uh you know you you kind of figure out a little bit more about her throughout the story about a lot of these people uh, throughout the story so um let's talk about the story as a whole first off so the story was very very cohesive um, very much a little bit more like a, what would you say like a, like a like a sketch show. Um, I think that's probably a bad way to put it because it's not exactly a sketch show. Because e- e- each um, so if you guys don't know what a sketch show is, think of like Miss um, Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. How there's a sketch here, and then there's a break, then there's a sketch here, then there's a break, and they don't all have to lead into the same story narrative or anything like that. But they have little bits of a narrative that go along with it. So there, there, there's things like that. Um, but in, in this one, it is pretty cohesive. I would just say that uh, each episode has an underlying theme, and the underlying and, and the one thing that I like is that um, I like shows that know exactly what they're trying to portray. And in this show's case, it is trying to portray the romance and the obstacles of a uh, uh, the leader of the good guys, basically the Red Gelato Fudo. Um, you know, dealing with, you know, that romance behind the scenes, right, Romeo and Juliet, um, with uh, the basically the strongest member of the Gecko uh, organization, um, the Reaper Princess Decimi. And um, they do a really good job of, of showing the troubles that do, that do happen. There are some, sometimes some slip-ups and all that other stuff. But it's very, very, it's a really, really cool aspect that I hadn't seen before. Obviously, we've seen Romeo, Romeo and Juliet stuff. Um, literally, there's an anime called Romeo and Juliet or Romeo x Juliet. There's uh, Nisekoi, which is very, very similar to that. Uh, th- you know, Romeo and Juliet is a very common trope. Um, you know, it's so common that I call it a trope. <laughs> uh, th- that, uh, you know, not a lot of romance anime, but just in romance in general to seem to build off of. Um, but yeah, I thought this show did really well on choosing the focal points and expanding on some characters. Now, there were some characters that I wish they would have gone a little bit more in on um the for me i i really gravitated more towards the green gelato um daigo todoroki 
um, who is very much, by the way, I should probably tell you guys a little bit more about each one of them. So uh, Red Gelato is very much into like bodybuilding and weightlifting. And, you know, so that's why he's so strong. Um, the Blue Gelato is basically a, a playboy, Hayato. Um, he's, he's basically a playboy, always hitting on girls. Uh, <laughs> Misaki, the Yellow Gelato is freaking hilarious. And she's the one that I mentioned before. She likes to drink beer, um, is very, very, very much the big sister of the group. Uh, so to speak, Haru is um, in a in a similar. I think she's uh, a year younger than Fudo, and she she has a very you know interesting part in the in the group. But you know she's she's very much like the the, the schoolgirl, and you know very much um, very much the I would say like the girly girl of the group, so to speak. And then um, as, as I alluded to before, green the green gelato Daigo Todoroki is the the martial artist of the group. Um, and you know, each one of them have a very good backstory and they didn't really go too much into the blue gelato, um, what makes him tick and the yellow gelato. But I think that would be a great, uh, thing to kind of go into in the second season. So, you know, here's the hope and that, uh, that comes to fruition. Um, and then with the gelato, I'm sorry, with the gecko side, they did a really good job of explaining a couple of people, you know, there, there's a couple of different events that happen that are, I'll be real with you. There are a couple of weird ones that happen um, that, uh, but you know, it, it's all in good fun. And that's really what you have to realize when you watch the show is it's mostly about the, the, the comedy and the, uh, what did you say? The awe factor, uh, not the, sorry, the awe factor as in, Oh, I'm in awe. It's more like, Oh, so cute. Like, you know, the, Ooh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I'm using that right. I don't know if I'm using that word right, but either way. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of uh, really, cool aspects into this show very a lot of originality in it um the animation is pretty good um nothing to like write home about but also nothing to complain about either like it's very it's very very consistent um it's just like i said in the last uh you know what i was talking about i'm quitting uh, i'm quitting heroing uh, when i talked about the last week it, it's so hard to like raise the bar in animation now that it's gotten so good but listen no, nothing inconsistent about it um I, I didn't see any cgi if there was any um, that threw me off, but, uh, yeah, no, there was, there was no CGI. So felt good all the way around. Um, they do a really good job with the costume. You know, I think they just, when you do something like, uh, that's power Rangers inspired, you have to have some fun with the costumes. And I really like what they did with the, with the, 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 the princesses, uh, doing the different, uh, uh, animal squads and everything. Uh, it was just really cool. Cause you know, there's only so much you can do with the gelato or with the, the power ranger type stuff. Um, you know, they're all going to have a group, uh, 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 you know, diff just different colors, but you have to kind of keep them uniform to a certain degree. Whereas the monsters, you can really, really start to like have some fun with that. And they definitely did. There was, there was just definitely some, uh, like I like Culver and Bear's design. He's got like, uh, these two cannons on, uh, you, you guys know, like war machine, uh, well, the original war machine, you know, uh, he, he, he used to have those on the, the, the back of his, uh, from Iron Man, <laughs> like the two cannons on each shoulder. Um, but yeah, overall, dude, really, really fun series. Um, really did a good job on, you know, showing the focal point. Um, I guess a couple things that uh, I, I guess if I if I had to like nitpick a little bit, I would just say um, some things that I wish they would have expanded on. Um, but, you know, then again, if they're planning for a longer series, then obviously they don't have to expand on those things. But like I said, I wish I would have uh, heard a little bit more about some of the other members but you know maybe in you know playing devil's advocate here against my point perhaps they wanted to give the people the spotlight that they could so far 
so that they can make a spotlight uh, the spotlight for other characters later. Um, Attack on Titan did this a little bit where you didn't even know what this character was here for. And then like two seasons later, they would have this humongous part in there, but some other people wouldn't have a humongous part. So it might be like kind of juggling that and that's totally fine, right? I'm just ju judging this based off of what I saw in the first season, uh, which is really all I can do at this point. But, you know, as a lover of uh, Power Rangers, like I, I like I hate to admit this, but I just I watched the Mighty Morphin Power. I, I like to go back and watch it every now and then. Like I watch an episode or two. Just got to remember the good old times. And I remember I watched it like I, I not not lying, probably 2016. I went through a season, I think, of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like the old one, probably old, old one. You know, uh, was it uh, uh, Jason, Trini, um, Kimberly, Zach, uh, Billy? Billy's my favorite. Uh, dude, there's just something really, really cool about him. Also, I really like that the weapons were a little bit of a callback, like uh, to, to to the original Power Rangers. Like that was uh, their thing. Like the original Power Rangers, like the red red uh, red gelato has a sword. Uh, same thing with the uh, red Power Ranger, pink gelato has uh, as a bow just like pink rat power ranger uh, a couple of them were a little bit different but listen really really cool design and um i could just tell there was a lot of love for like the the, the super sentai or the power rangers they call it super sentai over in um japan so um either way guys really good show uh if i had to give it a solid score from uh out of five um Gosh, man, I think I would give it, you know, I would, I, hmm, 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 you know, I'm going to give it a 3.5, uh, just because nothing, like, stood out to me, but nothing really, like, it was just such a solid ride all around. Um, nothing surprised me, you know, and, and listen, I, I, like I said last week, right, um, the only thing that stopped me from giving that other show, uh, uh, I am quitting heroing, what was uh, a four was the ending, so that's why I got a whole half grade. Uh, lower but this one it's just a, a solid consistent anime and if you ever if you guys ever have you know how you have that anime that is just very much a um is something that you put on uh let's say you're like eating or something like that it's like oh i could use an anime maybe not someone that you're super invested in that you may have to pay more attention to but you know you just want an anime in the background um this is it guys this is this is the anime this is such a great anime and uh does a really good job of a consistent job of telling a beautiful story about a, a couple. So at its heart, at its core, guys, this is a romance anime. So if you're not into that, um, you you know, I don't think the the uh, the Power Ranger stuff is going to be enough to save you uh, to keep your interest if you're not into romance. But you know, I just want to warn you that uh, before you get into it. Anyway, guys, we'll go ahead and end it off there. I guess I, I don't really need to go into too many too many spoilers. Um, like I said, it was just consistent throughout. So. You know, just expect that when you go in. And uh, yeah, so remember, we're going to be talking about a couple of cuckoos next uh, next Saturday for the weekly review. Uh, you can check that out on Crunchyroll. Um, it is on Verve or Crunchyroll. Uh, remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box down below. Also, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at animecasuals with an S, real R-A-L, at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual. <laughs>